missed out on so much. I missed out on so much already. Like, for some of I don't even go out. So, there's that. And there's also the fact that I worry a lot about money. Not no not worrying about not having it as opposed to worrying about not using it wisely, I think. Like that that has always been one of my greatest fears. So most times I'm always thinking about things twice, thrice when it comes to spending money. And what's worse with that is I often end up spending that money <laughs> spending that money and then feel bad about it because it almost seems as though I, even the whole worrying about money thing, did not help. So that's to me is the single life is what the single life has brought to me. Like it's it's, it's a struggle each day to be honest. Like a, a, a battle, a battle. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I crave I crave meeting up with somebody, you know, and connecting. Like I I was just a few seconds away from before I recorded this podcast. <sighs> a few seconds away from paying for sex. <laughs> and that sounds crazy, like and I was not actually sure that I was actually paying for sex. Because from the conversation I was having with the person, it was more like I needed companionship. But those things don't come free. Or maybe they do and I'm just too wrapped up in my own bubble to be able to see it. And I wish this could be easier, you know. I wish this could be easier. Because every other person makes it seem so easy. I don't know if you get me. Like, you go online, you see relationships, and oh, you hear of relationships, and it just seems almost perfect. And yes, we know that nothing is perfect, but I think what's biting is that when you see those kind of people, you feel, or personally, I feel like, I know this is just a portrayal of what they want the world to see. But at least they are in something, you know, at least they are trying something. What about me? That's what I asked. Like, what about you? You're not trying anything. You think uh, love comes from Tinder? Uh, actually, it could come from Tinder. You never can tell. But that's just wishful thinking because most people on Tinder are just trying to get paid. And those who are not trying to get paid are trying to try to get paid, you know. I think I wish it was easier. I think I've said this already. I wish it was easier because growing up when I was a teenager, I had issues. I had issues talking with girls, talking to girls because I was always a very shy kid. Like I was always on my own. You know, I was always doing the boy stuff, like playing soccer. There was no time for girls per se. And even when I started thinking of girls, it was not in the light of. Um, it was more like. So it was more like an awe, like I couldn't just build up the confidence to go meet up a girl. The other day I was discussing with one of my crushes <laughs> from uh, from way, way back. And she was saying, 
all this crushing yeah they are just saying service just because we never had sex or we never were intimate if not this shit would have ended you would not even think of me as a crush and i was like i don't think so like and i'm speaking from my own perspective like the crushes i had growing up had this feeling of purity that came with them purity in the sense that they were the ones they were the girls i looked towards i was like this is the perfect person for me in quotes so even till now i still see them in that light although it's a little bit skewed now because now the whole idea of sex and everything has come in so as much as i still see them as oh this this would have been the perfect person for me in quotes i still think wow well because she has good breasts or she has nice looking ass and stuff but back then it was more there was this purity that came with it because i wasn't really looking at getting laid because it didn't seem like a possibility you understand it just felt like it, it felt like that connection could work and i always got jealous of people who, who were able to make that connection work in their own little way like i really got jealous of them but in their defense they tried like that's that's the thing i i kind of put out there like i don't care if you're in a bad relationship uh the fact that you're in a relationship is is a risk enough you know being vulnerable to the next person is one of our one of my character flaws i i admit because i always think things like in five possibilities in five dimensions i'm thinking okay this person that you want to ask out you do realize that you're just attracted to her sexually and if you're thinking that this could work out in the long term do you think you're not deceiving yourself you know there's always these questions and i end up not just trying anything i end up just being there because i think okay why start something you can't finish and basically that i think that notion is is quite limiting to be honest because when you say why start something you can't finish it's almost like you're giving your subconscious an excuse not to invest in it and that is what i've been doing for as long as i can remember in this singlehood of mine <laughs> like giving my, myself the excuse that okay this person you like kind of uh you might wake up tomorrow and not see them in the same light so why just why start something and then at the end of the day you hurt them and blah 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 so i don't try well if all relationships were like that i don't think anybody would be in a relationship and maybe that's something i need to unlearn because it's, it's not easy like i've heard people tell me damn if i just go out once you go out you meet somebody it's because you're in your comfort zone i was like it's, it's actually not about that I actually step out of my comfort zone a lot of times. Even doing this podcast is me stepping out of my comfort zone because I I I I know my voice is not the podcast voice. I know some I, I kind of listen back on my editing and I'm like, man, this thing it doesn't look boss people here. <laughs> but I still do this shit because I feel well I like this. I, I like how it makes me feel and I could get better with time. And uh the difference is for this one now i'm not saying um what if it doesn't get better why start i just went ahead and did it you know and i'm doing it basically but for relationship it's always the opposite i always think what if like i've met amazing people funny enough i have a lot of female friends that 
in the start of my head, I really wanted to ask them out. Like they were really perfect in that light for me. But then I thought, uh, in fact, here's the thing. I, I try to be very, very realistic when I think about stuff like this. First things first, I'll think, okay, you really like this girl, but you know that you like her now because she's beautiful, she's sexy, and you feel that if you start a relationship with her, if you start something with her, you could get this thing you're looking for, which basically sex. And when I think about that, I'll be like, isn't that selfish? You know, knowing from the start that, okay, you want this person for sex, but you can't just go and say, I want sex because she's not a prostitute. So you have to play the game where, or you have to play the ruse or the, the scam where you say, okay, can we start something? Knowing that with time, things get soft enough and shit happens and, you know, emotions run and you get what you want eventually. So when I think about that, I'll be like, that, isn't that just me being selfish and me being evil <laughs> in my own way? And so I just relax and like, nah, I don't do this. But what, what hurts me more is the fact that these people tend to just leave it out. Like, I think the problem I often face is that I have never, I don't think I've ever met someone who felt so much as invested in trying, starting something with me as I had wanted to. And that is the honest truth. Like almost all the people I have sort of fallen for have always felt like wishy-washy. Like they're not really sure about me. Like, yeah, if I, like, and I get that a lot. Anytime I try to ask a girl out and and the problem is before I start before I try to ask somebody out, we kind of are already friends. So it makes it kind of awkward and they'll be like, ah, Mifa. And that that for me just kills the vibe because I'm like, this one cannot even see me past this friend like and I understand that that's the friend zoning thing, but it's not really friend zoning because it's almost like next person cannot connect with you in that level. Although they in their mind they might like to but they are not sure of it. But still they want you on the other end to be the one pushing towards it. And shit, I'm lazy like that. That kind of pushing <laughs> pushes me off. <laughs> but it's all good. Um it's all good. I think I'm learning with time. I'm learning. I'm learning to cope some of my some of my fears, you know. One of which is telling myself that I actually have that fear, which is the fear of starting something. Uh, when I mean starting something, I mean starting a relationship. Because I think to myself, you might suck at this. You might be a terrible boyfriend. And then this illusion that you have in your head that you're the perfect gentleman that like you're kind you're nice or this illusion that has been created by the female friends you have who text you once or twice and be like mifa you're such an amazing person and then you think that translates to relationship and then you now go into and you now find out that it doesn't work like that i think that's one of my biggest fears like breaking down the illusion that maybe i might actually be one of the worst people worst boyfriends anybody could ever have and that fear is, is really crippling because I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be the perfect boyfriend but I do know that I like my 
my my space a lot and one thing i do know that comes in relationship is is that companionship and i feel like i when i crave that companionship i crave it limitingly like i crave a companionship where i can be in my room right now and have a girlfriend who will be in the living room and if i'm not feeling like i need to be with somebody she could just stay there and not do anything <laughs> you understand but life doesn't work like that human beings you can't just tell people to be like that and and getting to make that compromise where you're like not in the mood but she's around but yet you need to you know act that way it's something that comes hard to me because i'm like man so in other words i'll just let go of my freedom like that so i think that's that's one of the scares i have one of the fears as well but i do i do want to be in a relationship like i almost almost every lady i come across feels like the perfect one <laughs> and that's like that's the worst thing that could happen to you as a guy because you you end up not making any choice because it just turns out you kind of realize that what you just need is sex and that's the honest truth i think when you're seeing your potential girlfriend and every lady every lady that you get close to you just it's just uh, it's like a rubber stamp that this this guy is scum you understand so and that that worries me because i actually feel this is unique to me i don't think anybody else is going through this more or less a lady you know sometimes i like to think that maybe as i am in this corner of the earth lonely there might be another lady in the corner of the earth lonely and then one day our paths will cross and then we'll just complete each other but she doesn't work like that because that's what happens when you watch too much movies but it's it, it is what it is though it is what it is and i guess we just i i guess i just have to keep pushing and keep, keep trying to curb my fears about relationship and my fears about commitment basically i've always had a fear of commitment like uh when i was in university my fourth year i i i started a relationship i got in a relationship with this wonderful lady very wonderful lady like our, our story our story of meeting up was almost like a fairy tale you know she she got invited to a friend's birthday party i was there as well and then we sat close to each other we started talking you know and as a writer, I had the flus and whatnot. And then we just clicked. And the end of the night, we were dancing. And I think they were, they were singing. The DJ was playing Skilewu by David Doe. Yet we had waltzing in the middle of Skilewu. You know, we we're just so close. So I don't know, maybe it was the alcohol, but I didn't drink. I think she took a little sip, but I, I didn't drink. I was clear minded. So we we had fun that night, and when the party was over, we um my myself and some friends walked her and her friends to her apartment, and there in front of an ap- her apartment, I stole the kiss like without asking. I just went in for the kiss for about six seven seconds. It was wonderful, and then she pulled away, you know, shocked, but I, I could tell she enjoyed it as well. <laughs> well once that happened i felt i felt good like yeah you just did it like it's done in the movies (laughs) 
So for like the next two weeks, uh, I didn't take her number. So that pissed her off because I just stole a kiss. Didn't take her number. I didn't try to get in touch. But I did try to get in touch. I was asking about her, but nobody really had any info or stuff. So when we did meet up, she got pissed at me and pissed at me stealing the kiss for the, for the start and then not calling her or not trying to get in touch but after begging and whatnot we started communicating and eventually i asked her out the day i asked her out we still and the funny thing is i still had this conversation with her like a few weeks back the day i asked her out my hands were actually shaking that's to tell you when i say i'm actually a very shy person i, I was i was in front of a hostel she was on sweatshirts and i think a jean and i was i was sweating profusely my hands were trembling and i said uh could you be my girlfriend and she agreed and we started something one thing led to another it went smoothly amazing time but i was in my final year so uh, i was a little bit distracted by project and whatnot and then we grew distance in a way and then she ended it like she told me okay i don't think this is working and i think it lasted for six months or thereabouts and she ended it but the, the truth is this to this day she she ended it like officially ended it but i think in a way i ended it for since like the fourth month because i i i i, I began to feel a little bit um a little bit choked in that role it was new terrain for me but it was not the terrain i was comfortable with because it kind of took away some of the freedom i thought i had and um i think i me pulling back and using my project as an excuse was my subconscious trying to do uh, uh a coping mechanism for me basically so it ended but we, we remained very good friends we, we still like we still chat to today there's still that vibe you know we still feel that little connection but i always think to myself that i i wouldn't want to start something with her again because at this point in my life it will mostly just be about sex like there will be no connection or even if there will be it will be me lying about that connection so but we remain very good friends and you know using that as a precedence i just i just feel like i am going to be a very terrible terrible boyfriend <laughs> and it scares me it does scare me to be honest but anyways like i said one day at a time one step at a time we keep pushing it and hopefully we find the perfect one or the imperfect one that makes things imperfect you know, I thought I had that in my first day in the university. I met this wonderful girl. Her name was Tiko. I think I've talked about her before. You know, she she was really sweet. Like we had this connection. I I I, I was already dreaming of of getting married to her and stuff. And uh, shit happened. You know, she had to move on. And I don't think I ever moved on from that. Like I did, but. I think some part of me still regrets the fact that nothing ever happened you know like we didn't actually get to to be what 
we what was in my head that we should be and that that part still hurts still today but she's doing great for herself and i think that that's that's a consolation knowing that maybe she made the right choice maybe maybe she made the right call in not or maybe fate made the right call for both of us, you know. Because I, I kind of think, okay, if I had started something with her, who knows? Maybe her life would not be as good as it seems or as good as it is right now. Because I will be a terrible boyfriend and, you know, I might have caused some emotional traumas and whatnot. And, you know, so sometimes maybe, maybe fate makes good excuses for not making things go as planned so but that's it um okay i'm sorry i i was just rambling well this is if you're just <laughs> tuning in I, I, or if you've been listening all this while basically this is the you and i podcast with your host mifa dejumo um i'm just rambling off about my singlehood um, I don't have any guests for today. I actually wanted to get a guest, but uh, things became a little bit difficult. Um, so this is the UNI podcast as always. I would first like to, okay, I would last like to um, use this opportunity to um, to ask you guys to check out um my friend, uh, I have a friend, her name is Iberi. She sells earrings, jewelries at affordable prices. Um, and she's she she's into this and I would appreciate it if you guys could patronize her. I would share her handle in the description of this episode. And uh, if you actually want some of her stuff, you could always DM me. I could show you pictures. Uh, you know just show support in your own little way to her cause and to her hustle i also have another friend i'm not sure she would want me to mention her name but she actually makes amazing wigs i have a picture of her wears on my whatsapp story at this moment and i'll be posting more so i would also include her instagram handle in the description of this podcast you could always check out some of her works contact her you can also contact me if you want to know more about her works and you know these are people who are doing you know they're trying to make a way trying to make a way and yes yes these people were also potential girlfriend material for me <laughs> like I, I actually thought about it but <clears throat> life happens and i like i have explained already i got scared and didn't do anything about it so that is that uh but honestly we're still very good friends that's the thing about me i don't i make sure i stay friends as best as i can and um they are trying their best these are ladies who are trying to push their hustle the way they feel they can and i think the least i can do or the least any of us can do is you know support and patronize them as best as we can so if you guys will i would appreciate it and if there is anybody any of my friends again or anyone listening that feels or that would like for me to maybe give a shout out to their hustle during any one of my episodes i would really be open to that uh, i have a lot of time to talk about it so no problem so whatever your hustle is just hit me up and 
during when when I'm recording my podcast, I'll be able to shout it out, and you know, hopefully, the right customer comes to your door porch, and you know, and makes you become a billionaire. At the end of the day, you'll be like, ah, it's because of Mifa podcast too, and then I give me like, you know, just like five hundred million dollars or something, just you know, for transport. <laughs> but that's it. Uh, this is Sunday, so this uh, it's basically me in front of the mic doing a little monologue and talking about myself which can be boring but please please pardon me and pardon the background noise if there's any and pardon my editing skills which is still i'm still trying to clean up but uh if i'm no longer if there's nothing else to say i'm saying that as if i'm with someone but um at this point i would like to bring the episode to a close and wish you guys an amazing new week all the best life has to offer whatever you find that you find yourself doing and you love it do it well if you're not loving it then make plans towards something that you're loving but don't just quit you know if especially if that's your source of income you need to you need to try and get the best out of it and then move on to something better so i wish you guys all the best i wish you guys love light relationship i wish myself a relationship as well but i wish it more for you guys because i can handle my loneliness uh, it comes once in a while but most times i'm just eh. so if you can't handle yours i wish you guys love strength relationship bliss and all the good things in life keep doing you and do not i mean do not stop doing you for any reason life is too short to be anyone else so um without further ado this is your host again mifa adejuma have a good day night afternoon anytime you listen to this podcast all the best and it's bye for now bye for now sorry for that Oh, so.